This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew.com, promo code OP to receive your first month free. dog he won't let me do this he jumped up into the glass box studio he was licking my um he was licking my athlete's uh my athlete's foot which was a delight i'm not gonna lie to you it was a, it was a nice little afternoon uh afternoon delight and now he's sitting on my leg I'm, i mean the glass box studio looks impressive i mean look at this oh my goodness but he won't leave me alone when i'm live streaming he has to be right next to me so the dog should have his own podcast. Are you kidding me? I got, I, got, I've gotten a lot of material from uh, from Doggy. So he's he's a star on the podcast. Get your Doggy T-shirts at opiradio.com. Pew pew pew. Look at that. That's my big big toenail. That came off nice. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. I just, I just took a very long hot shower and uh everything is a bit on the soft side including my nails that that came off good jesus i i'm i'm a clipper though i i I don't bite my nails i don't i uh i used to when i was a kid i used to be able to uh bite my own my own toenails if you need to know i hate that trade i hate ben simmons all right, I'm going to tell you the players in the NBA that will not win you a championship. And I said this before the the rest of the world, uh, in the rest of the sports world, I should say, got aware. But uh, Russell Westbrook doesn't fucking get you championships, LeBron James, you stupid f. That's going to hurt your goat status, my friend. LeBron James is his team is a bust this year. They're barely 500. I think they're a couple games under 500. They're now sitting Russell Westbrook. You know how much money they spent on Russell Westbrook, and now he he has to sit because he stinks that much? And they don't know what to do with him. I don't know what what they could get for Russell Westbrook uh, at this point. He's damaged goods. And I'm telling you right now, LeBron James could go on his Instagram and talk about it, how he's the kid from Akron, and he basically tells the world that he's the greatest basketball player of all time. I say that's absolutely not the truth. But that guy, LeBron James... He's got to win at least two more championships to be even considered in the conversation as the greatest basketball player of all time. And uh, time is not on his side, as the Rolling Stones would say. Um, But I'm loving the fact that LeBron was trying to build another super team in L.A. and they failed miserably. That team is a fucking mess. And I don't know his contract, but I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron is trying to figure out uh, his next team already because he only has what maybe two three more years in the NBA and he's got to win championships he's got to win championships to to be considered the greatest basketball player of all time uh, past Kobe Bryant past Larry Bird past uh, Magic Johnson uh, past uh, did I say uh, Michael Jordan I better I said Jordan Kobe 
Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. Those four players are ahead of him. And you know who's also ahead of him? But most people would disagree because uh, we didn't live in the black and white era. There's a time in life that all of this, everything you see around you was in black and white. Yes, kids. And uh, Bill Russell was an amazing basketball player, but he lived in a time when everything around us was black and white. I don't remember uh, what year it was that color started, where everything was uh, different colors. But, like, you know, definitely my, uh, my dad, when he lived his life, he lived most of his life with all of this being around us in black and white. And Bill Russell's, uh, unfortunately, he played in the black and white era, and that's why a lot of people don't consider him the greatest basketball player of all time, but you got to consider it. I think he won 11 championships. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? The LeBron James. Oh, the players that don't win your championships. So you got Russell Westbrook. He doesn't win your championships. Uh, ben Simmons absolutely doesn't win your championships. They had to sit him in the playoffs because he stunk so bad. And then you got James Harden, another player that doesn't win your championships. A great individual player, but he does not win your championships. Chloe. <laughs> But I'm enjoying the athlete's foot I got right now. It's a it's a very it's a very uh, subtle case of athlete's foot, which is perfect. Like I, I get to itch between the toes just enough. But then if the athlete's foot continues, then I'm going to be ripping like layers of skin away from my uh, my toes, and then I got to walk around for a week or two, all uncomfortable. But right now it's a, it's perfect. It's perfectly cooked. My athlete's foot. Uh, do you surf or skate? I used to do a little surfing. Nothing uh, worth bragging about. Wasn't good at it. And uh, what do you mean by skate? Skateboarding? I, I'm on my electric scooter these days. I used to uh, inline skate in Central Park. Inline skate. <laughs> I was really good with my inline skates, but I can't defend it because most people did. <laughs> they did look a little, uh, you know, so, <laughs> but I looked cool and I was very, very good at it, but I can't defend it. I understand that. Hey, Ope, I read that the Lakers use CGI to fix LeBron's hairline. thoughts, <laughs> You know, LeBron James, remember when he used to wear the, the headbands? And we used to make fun of it because, like, when he was younger, he was losing his hair. So his his headband would be a normal headband like this. And then as the hair was going this way, the headband was getting thicker and thicker to try to cover up as much of the hurt as possible. And then in uh, one off season, he got uh, he absolutely got some kind of hair plugs. But he's going so bald. Like, I think he's going uh, uh, down to where it's barely above your ear all the way down to the back of your neck, and that's all the hair you got left, that he can't keep up with it because every time they show kind of more of an over uh, overview uh, shot of his head, you could see there's all sorts of problems up there. And then it looks like he's, uh, he's like, spraying some of the hair on, I think, maybe a little bit, a little bit. So uh, I don't think it's CGI. I know it's not CGI. That's a funny line, actually, DQ, but... Uh, he, he cannot keep up with the hair loss. And then with Russell Westbrook literally shooting jumpers over the top of the backboard, you got to think that he's losing even more hair. 
Pete Maravich, I say, is the greatest basketball player of all time. Never really got the chance to prove that. Didn't win a lot of championships, if any. He might have won one with the Celtics, right? When he had that ridiculously uh, tight perm. But uh, his career was cut short by a brutal knee injury. Um, And then his life was cut short. I know we mentioned this a lot, but Pete Maravich is one of my few heroes in life. I uh, I I uh, I worshipped that guy when I was playing basketball growing up. And it turns out he had, he was missing an artery to his heart, and they're basically saying he probably shouldn't have made it out of his teens, and he made it into his I think early forties and dropped dead playing uh, pickup basketball. The great Pete Maravich. Colors was filmed in '79. Oh, thank you. But I'm I'm talking about life when life was just black and white. You know, you, we've seen the footage. You know, the turn of the century. There was also a time that that uh, people uh, led their life a lot quicker. Like, everything was quicker. They got around a lot faster. Everything just moved a lot faster. So they had, like, uh, black and white, and they also moved around a lot faster. And then they said, you know what? Why don't we slow down a little bit? We'll still live in black and white. And then finally someone invented uh, color, and that's what we see today when we walk around. We could see everything in color. But there was a time humans, they could only see things in black and white, and they moved a lot faster. They probably stayed in shape longer, though, you got to think, right? So anyway, uh, back to that uh, that stupid trade. I... I, I, my, oh, God, it's, it's, it's torturous. Is, is that a word, torturous? It's torturous to be a New York um, sports fan. We have the Jets. They have sucked for so long, I, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, Rangers even have sucked for a very, very long time, although I'm an Islanders fan, and they have sucked even more than the Rangers. And then you got the Knicks. They have sucked for a very, very long time. So I started taking a peek at the, the Nets because um, I kind of do like James Harden, but I didn't believe they were going to win a championship with him. I love uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Boston, take him back, I beg you. But uh, with that said, man, I don't want to see Ben Simmons on on the Nets. God, no. I just love that LeBron James. <laughs> He's on a shitty team. Have to try to build another super team. <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't build super teams like that. He was still trying to get the best players he could for the Chicago Bulls, but he wasn't wandering around the league uh, chasing championships uh, on other teams. I think that is such crap. and I, I, I think it really hurts uh, the sport. Uh, Opie, do you listen to what Anthony says, or do you not care at all? I don't, I don't care at all, but at, at times some of the stuff hits my – radar from people I really, really trust, and then I feel like I got to fight back. But the fact is, I couldn't tell you the last time I heard a word of uh, of Anthony's show. I couldn't tell you who's on it. I couldn't tell you what he talks about. Um, and that's it. But every once in a while, people that I really, really trust will, will hit me with something. I'm like, oh, really? And then I have to like kind of um, comment about it. But uh, I, honestly, I just wish the guy whatever i just wish him i wish him the best what can i say i know i didn't do anything fucking that crazy to to anybody i worked with that deserved the uh the horseshit and the uh the the abuse for all these years i know that i sleep well at night knowing that do rogan's podcast with aunt and jim it would explode i i no i don't <laughs> 
People are amazed that I don't want to do this stuff. Why? I think what makes it easier is I was on top of the mountain for a while, way longer than I ever thought I would be. I saw the view. It was nice. It's not all all it's cracked up to be. And if I could build this on my terms, I'd be the happiest camper out there. But if this never grows past this, I'm, I'm definitely good. And that's where I'm at these days. You know, I, I, uh, I look at, um, I'll give you a little honesty today. I, I look at uh, uh, pictures of my kids, uh, very important special moments in their lives. Sometimes I see these pictures, I don't, I don't remember being present. Because uh, that show took up a lot of my time. And then I was with people that uh, didn't get along with me and the toxic nature of the whole thing that I was living and breathing that show 24 hours a day. And I, uh, I missed, I missed uh, some special moments. There are times I'll look at my wife and I'm like, you know, I'm happy to say that uh, that's way in the past. Um, I mean, the, the Opie and Anthony show ended, what, eight years ago? It's, uh, it started getting better immediately after that. And I felt more present. I felt like um, a better husband, a better friend, and a better uh, father. And, uh, and that's what's uh, the most important thing to me these days. Uh, I don't ever want to fucking miss special moments with my goddamn kids or my wife uh, again. So I don't, that doesn't excite me at all. If I get if I get big again uh, doing it my way, God, that would be awesome. But uh, I don't need to, to do any of these shortcuts to have a giant audience again. I, I'm it's just not in my blood anymore. Hello, happy campers. How's your tent? Is it a bit saggy? <laughs> I want to talk about Bluetooth for a second. Bluetooth.com promo code Opie to receive your first month free. You need confidence, don't you? Of course you do. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Harry, go get your Blue Chew. It's Valentine's Day. What are you waiting for, Harry? Oh, the process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait online at the pharmacy. It comes to your door in a discreet package. How about you support the podcast with a boner? What's bad about that? So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew could help. And we've got a special deal for you, my friend. Try Blue Chew free. When you use our promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at checkout, just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code OPIE, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. Can you tell us uh, how good you were at basketball? I was... Uh... You know, I I played for Geneseo, a little fucking Division Three. I um, I mean, here's the short story with that. I I was really 
skills wise, I was really, really good. I, I was able to shoot the shoot the lights out of the ball. Um, a bunch of people that know me from uh, many, many years ago, they're like, "Oh my God, the the current NBA was made for you." Because I was that uh, I would basically shoot what what are now three pointers. I was a, a long range shooter, and uh, I barely fucking missed. Uh, I was sort of like a point guard slash shooting guard. But my problem was I never grew. Um, I, I'm barely. I mean, this is <laughs> this is something that goes on. In, <laughs> I always when people ask how tall I am, I go I'm six foot in shoes. <laughs> but the fact is, I'm probably like five ten and a half, five eleven maybe. Um, I never got the height, uh, but I was a gym rat. I uh, when I got home from school, I would. I was that kid that would play three, four, five hours a night. Uh, my dad set up the lights, all that shit. I, I have a vivid memory, even though my dad's been gone a long time now. I have a vivid memory of him looking out the um, the kitchen window and 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 uh, watching me play basketball. Um, I think that's how me and my dad bonded. My dad was a great basketball player, and he downplayed it. Oh my god! But. The story goes, man. I haven't told this in a while. It, it's worth uh, it's it's worth saying. So, he played for Fordham Prep and uh, Navy. Navy was a big fucking deal. I'm talking like my dad played in, I want to say the fifties. And um, one day I'm in the attic and I found all his press clippings. Holy shit, man! He was unfucking believable at basketball. Uh, all these clippings, how great he was. And the story goes, which he barely talked about, he actually got a call to try out for the Knicks back in the, um, well, I got to put a year on this, so probably mid mid to late 50s. He never did it because his first wife was uh, dying of a rare kidney uh, uh, disease, which, by the way, if you get nowadays, for the most part, you survive it. But... Um, it was his high school sweetheart. Um, it's uh, um, and it was an incredible, tragic thing that happened to my dad. So he decided to obviously. Well, I mean, his head wasn't in the right place. He was losing his uh, his young wife. He already had my um, my sister, and he also lost two kids. I should have two older brothers. They died of um, they died of crib death. That's why uh, back in the day, uh, you know, I never told anyone what they can or couldn't joke about, but I hated all those jokes. Hated all of them. Um, anyway, so he had a very, very tragic uh, life there. He lost his, his young wife. He already lost two kids. He had a tryout with the Knicks that he had a pass on, and um, and that was it. He never, he never uh, got that chance again. I don't know, man. My dad, in a way, was very, very mysterious. I, I don't have a lot of details on what happened after that but the story goes that the Knicks absolutely called him for a tryout and uh, he couldn't do it because his first wife was dying and that's the only reason I'm here so I look at death a little differently than everybody else my dad had to go through an incredible tragedy and uh, that allowed me and uh, five of my siblings to be here so that's uh, so basically when I was a kid, I started playing basketball at eight, and um, I bonded with my dad over basketball. And wouldn't you know it, man? Told this story too. We thought we were hot shits. 
Um, my friends would come over and we would play basketball. You know, we had all the latest gear. We had the sneakers of the day. I think we had Converse. I think that's what was the big uh, sneaker. So we were really, really good. We were on the high school team. Uh, or we, you know, we played a lot of uh, CYO basketball, too. I, I played in leagues my entire life. And we were really good. And we were like 16, 17, thinking our shit didn't stink. My dad would come out from the house. He'd, he'd be wearing like just like dress shoes and slacks. He had <laughs> for, for my dad being an athlete when he was younger, like I, I didn't get to see any of that officially. He, he didn't have any workout gear. He barely wore sneakers. When he was running our basketball league for Our Lady Queen of Martyrs, he, he had basketball uh, sneakers certainly, but he always just wore dress shoes and slacks. He came from a time before jeans were, were in for adults. And he would come out there, long story short, he would first, he would come out the front door. So the, the front door was easily 40 feet from the basket, easily. He would ask for the ball, and he would do his patented uh, hook shot. He, he had an unbelievable hook shot. And more times than not, that son of a bitch ball would go swish right in front of me and my friends. And he's like, all right, what are the teams? And he would play and kick our ass in slacks. And dress shoes. And we were really, I'm, I know I'm bragging, but we were really, really good. And he kicked all of our asses every single time. Well, thank goodness she died so you could be here to entertain us. Well, geez, I mean, I once asked my dad, I was like, how the hell do you process that? And he told me, he goes, uh, we were in Northport at a bar just having a great time. We were getting, definitely we were getting drunk. And he was, he was telling me about his life and and uh, he really wasn't allowed to talk about his uh, his ex-wife in our house. My, I think my mom got jealous or something. I don't know what it was, but there was something there, which is weird. I mean, she died, you know? But um, he told me, he's like, I just look at it as two different lives. And uh, I, I never understood that. I was too young to understand that. But I think you live old and uh, I think if you live long enough, you start really – Looking at your life in in sections, you know, and in his case, it was two different lives. And he's like, obviously, he told me uh, almost with tears in his eyes. He's like, you know, I uh, obviously I didn't want to I didn't want to lose my my first wife, my high school sweetheart, you know. Um, But I can't imagine my life without you guys. So it's like mine just blown, man. Absolutely blown. Yeah, Chloe, I I don't know if that's the I I got to I got to maybe go backwards a little bit. I don't know what it was about. It 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 was definitely weird though because we wanted to know more about my dad and his life before my mom and uh when it came up, man, it was obvious like move on. Move on. Uh Mike Bruno, if your dad is in in heaven, we're all after. Yeah, my dad was uh my dad was an absolutely uh, amazing guy. Uh, and my mom too, in her own way, to be honest, um, she took up a lot of attention in our house, but my dad, uh, he was an amazing guy. I mean, the sacrifices he made for his family were just, I told the story the other day, my, my brother's dog dead in the middle of the road. And my dad, he had one artery left and, uh, you know, he dragged the dog out of the street. 
he could have dropped dead of a heart attack, but he knew how important it was to get the dog out of the out of the busy road for my for my uh, my brother. Uh, Leslie Larson, Opie, is your mother still alive? I could honestly tell you, I uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look, you guys want the real stuff. You want the real stuff. I I don't know. I'll tell you why I don't know. The last time I talked to her uh, was the day I got let go from um, SiriusXM. So that was about, I guess, four years. I don't even keep track anymore. About four years ago, I guess. And and she called. And I was like, oh, all right. One of my siblings told her. And she's, you know, calling to say sorry or whatever. But she called to yell and scream at me because uh, of all the cards we didn't send her in the last year including like valentine's day and mother's day cards and and you know you sent flowers for my birthday but they were no for mother's day sorry for mother's day but they were late you know i'm hearing all this as as my whole career just got um blown up in front of my eyes i'm like oh i'm done so i hung up on her and i've i haven't talked to her since um and that was after taking like a bunch of years off before that and then I was like, screw it. Let's, uh, let's try to get some kind of relationship going again. I say I don't know because my mom, um, she's actually got a really good sense of humor. Um, I've told you guys a lot of the bad stuff, but my mom had uh, a, a great sense of humor. I remember vividly her on that couch watching Carol Burnett and getting every single joke and laughing her ass off. She appreciated a good damn joke. And she was a great storyteller, a great storyteller. And she was able to just um, make friends wherever she went uh, when she was out and about. But I don't I say I don't know if she's alive because I believe this is the bad side of my mom. I believe she's the type of person (laughs) knowing that uh, she doesn't have a relationship with most of her kids at this point that she would actually tell the people at the home. She's in assisted living that if she died, don't tell anyone. And you might think to yourself, that's fucking nuts. I am telling you. So the only way I can answer that question, Leslie Larson, is I don't know. I don't know if she's alive. (laughs) See, there's my brother. (laughs) There's my backup. That's my real brother. He goes, I have no idea if she is either. I'm telling you. I bet you there are people shocked, but, and I bet you Brett thinks the same thing as me. She's the type of person, because she thinks she was done wrong or whatever, that she would literally tell people, if I die, don't tell anybody. I'm telling you. Oh, George Floyd. Look at this guy trying so hard. You're just trying. These are the type of people I got to block. They're trying so hard. You have no idea what we uh, we did for our mom and tried to do everything for her. In the end, we had no choice, but we had to put her in a very good assisted living place. Why, why, why are you like that, George Floyd? And more importantly, why can't I block you? Are you already blocked? And Oh, wait, I can block him this way. All right, he's gone. I mean, stupid to block any of these people because they just, they just will get another uh, troll account going. You're a win. Uh, I hate that. That's what she wanted, man. She needs around-the-clock care, you idiot. None of us could handle my mom and her issues. Nero, I'm, I'm this close, brother. 
what happens when you're very, very honest, and I've been pretty honest my entire life, uh, you give a lot of haters and a lot of trolls a lot of fuel. A lot. OMG, these people trigger me so much. I don't know how you do it, Block. I mean, I've been, I've been in the public eye since I was uh, 18. Um, I, get, I get the game mostly, but, you know, I'm not going to lie. At times, it's still very bothersome. But I also know that if you focus on the people that do give a shit about you and support you, um, you can do two things. You can either focus on the negative, which I think is very, very hard not to do. I think we're all guilty of that. I think for whatever reason, whatever is deep in our souls, uh, negative really, really talks to us. And there's all this positive stuff happening all around you, but it's that one negative Nelly that'll just fucking, you know, eat at your soul. I don't know why we do it. We all do that. I remember talking to uh, really, really big stars on that old radio show. And more times than not, they would talk about how they got a movie out, a TV show, whatever it would be. And, um, Opie, this was the best dream. The part about you talking about being a dad and husband during the show was really real and interesting. I fucking hated what I sacrificed for that stupid show. I fucking hated it. And I'll tell you why I did it. Because I was making ridiculous money. And coming from uh, uh, an upbringing where we were extremely poor... You know, that talked to me. But uh, moving forward, I, I, I don't do that anymore. I hated that I stayed, stayed as long as I did because the money was so fucking great. There were things, I, uh, maybe on a, a future uh, live stream, there were things that I, I sacrificed on in my personal fucking life to try to keep that dumb show going. And I said to myself, never again, man. I, you know, I've gotten so much closer with, uh, with my, uh, my kids and my wife. I mean, I was always close, but I, I, I mean like more present, being there. Uh, I, I, like I said, you try to go through life without uh, regrets, but fuck. But I didn't know any better just how I was brought up. I didn't know any better. I know better now. What was I saying? There was something in there. Yeah, I guess maybe with the celebrities. They would come in and, and you thought these guys had you know life by the balls and they were A-listers and they had a huge movie or a huge TV show. And time and time again, these guys would have all these amazing views for whatever their project was and they would always admit that it was that one negative review that they focused on. And I'm like, why do we do that as human beings? Why? Um, I guess that's it. Oh, dudes, I just, uh, you know, this started with this, where I casually pulled off my, my uh, big toenail. I just did it on the other foot. Oh, it, I went too far. Oh, I hate that. Oh, it's bleeding a little. Oh, my God. I gotta go take care of this. The Opie Radio Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. I would appreciate it if you subscribe and check out a few episodes. I see I made a few bucks tonight. I greatly appreciate that. That will absolutely make me turn this on tomorrow. Um, and we've had some uh, some new merch go up at uh, opiradio.com. People are bothered by the uh, the Joe Rogan shirt because I guess now I'm making money off Joe. Why are you making money off Joe? <laughs> Shut up. I might... I might sell five shirts. Relax. 
I don't listen to Joe Rogan for medical advice. You know, just a quick, silly fucking shirt. But, uh, you know, like I said earlier, you, you give ammunition to these lunatics. But I'm here to tell you, don't worry. I might sell 10 shirts, okay? And then I got people to pay. My cut on 10 shirts might be $20. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking mail Joe a check. Don't worry, you idiots. Get out of here. Go do something else. We'll talk soon. Goodbye, bitches.